coming to you live from the floor is lava. Oh, Isaac, watch out! I'm gr jumping, I'm grabbing onto the fan. I'm gonna do a cool turn roll. If I push this button, you'll spin around the room. Yeah, turn it on. <laughs> hey, fan, look at, over here, I'm stripping. Ooh. What? I'm, t I'm trying to turn the... I'm trying to turn the fan. Oh, and we can use your clothes as like stepping, stepping platforms. Yes. Yep. Yep. To get across the room. Is it turned on yet? <laughs> Isaac, are you spinning yet? Yeah, it's it's easier to hold on to because it's a lot f more firm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Garrett, I'm gonna do a a judo roll off the table. Okay. Onto the chair. Now. Now. And then I'm gonna use my immense uh core strength to make a plank bridge for you. Okay. Right. And then I'll do a handstand across oh, your plank bridge. Yes. And I'll use my yep. feet to give Isaac a boost off of the fan. Yep. Over to the lamp. All right, that's a good plan. Here we go. Ready? Execute in three, two, one. Hang on, my shoe. Oh, hit my shoelace is untied. Oh, oh I'm slipping. Oh, no, I, I found the. I found the lava. Well, Sam's gone. Isaac, how's the fan? God, it's not turned on anymore. <laughs> I'm losing my grip. <laughs> hey there, guys. It's me, Dan. Sam's gone. <laughs> what? Hi, it's me, Dan. I'm your new teammate. How's it going? <laughs> we just get a room suit. We just get this replacement guy named Dan. Where are you going? Hey, it's me, Dan. I can't be around this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys need that fan turned on? No. Garrett, I'll see you later. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no. oh man! Little does Garrett know that underneath the lava is actually a really cool hangout spot. So when Isaac gets down here, I go, hey, "Whoa, what's up, Isaac? Are you saying are you saying the lava yeah, is welcome? Just is that ruse? Danny DeVito over there? Danny DeVito, right next to Satan. Danny DeVito's yeah. down there. <laughs> hey, you don't know Danny DeVito's down there. Yeah, you don't don't meta game, Garrett. I'm oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> I'm not down there. I'm not down there. You're right. <laughs> You have to work with Dan now to get either through the course or Dan. fall. Well, I take that kind of personally. <laughs> Why are you wearing suspenders? They're the only way to keep my pants up in this immense heat. They make him jump higher, too. That's right, and you can use them as a slingshot. <sighs> I'm just imagining Garrett diving into the water. Yeah, I'm just going to jump. I'm <laughs> yeah. just going to jump in. Hey, hey, Dan, it's been great. It's been really nice to meet you. Oh, wow. I appreciate um, always but, making oh, new friends. Oh, no. Hey, this table's pretty slippery. I think I'm going to fall. Oh, no. Go oh, friendo, <laughs> come back. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm sorry, Dad. And I... I Skabloosh, bloosh, bloosh. But then uh, I, the Garrett falls in, and he falls right into a lazy boy out, down here. Below. And I'm just oh, screaming yeah. because I'm I'm expecting <laughs> to be like burning alive. <laughs> Oh, hey, Garrett. Hey, Garrett. Are we filming down here today? This is our new spot. Hopefully Dan doesn't figure this out. I mean... There's a switch right here that only Satan knows about that turns it from r to real lava. <laughs> so we'll just have him flip that. Oh, man. <laughs> is Dan trying to put his arm in the lava to fish us out? So this is a pretty sweet spot to record. What do you guys think? Uh, you guys want to start our, our hit podcast? <laughs> mm -hmm. Might as well. Mm-hmm. Might as well with special guest Danny DeVito. Welcome to hear me out. I'm Garrett. Yeah, we're we're coming to you live from b below the lava. Sorry, Garrett, I chomped your thunder. Dude, you with, just you, you were, just you said were we're coming to you live. We just came to you live from the floor is lava. Well, I know, but now this is a uh, this is like within the <laughs> bit, you know. Yeah. So that's why I did it because I wanted the listeners to know that this wasn't the real intro. 
Oh, now, okay. You're metagaming. So, yeah. Well, yes. So go ahead and do the name since I chopped your thunder there. I'm Garrett. I'm Sam. I'm Isaac. Well, I'm Dan. And no, Dan, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, the only Dan down here is Danny DeVito. Dan. And he's, he'll get on the mic later. Dan won. Oh, God, look at that. Oh, they're taking him into the next the next uh, obstacle course with real lava. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll do fine. First one's practice. They're taking they're taking Dan up to an actual volcano. Well, they have to sacrifice a virgin in order to keep the show on Netflix. <laughs> Dang, they're gonna need to. So, so speaking of, you may have uh, guessed it. Well, this is uh, hear me out. A hypothetical podcast where we discuss the realest issues, which are of course the hypothetical ones. This week our theme is childhood games. This is tying in with our episode not not last week, but uh, the week before, where we discussed the new hit. TV show sweeping the nation by storm Netflix originals The Floor is Lava which uh, shows the journey of four friends on a team trying to get through an obstacle course uh, where the floor is indeed lava now we had discussed watching that as being our homework for the week mm-hmm. and then we also took a week a week off <coughs> so we had extra we time little... to watch the show right so we had a little bit of extra time Yes. We all got a little busy and then oh. uh, and then everyone but me watched it. So I thought we could just kind of talk about it, you know, what we saw when we all watched the show. Sam, you you've seen the trailer. Of course I've seen the trailer. I've watched that thing 17 times. To make up for not watching a full episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My problem is I've never really liked game shows, so I feel like I'm at a disadvantage here in terms of being motivated well, to watch it. I don't think we we didn't watch it because we like game shows. Oh, okay. I didn't watch it because it's a good show. Let's Dude, be clear here. I continued to watch it just because of how wild some of the stuff that happens in this show is. I know the way that you guys have described it, um, just like I, I, we've been saving the discussion for the podcast, but some of the things, some of the reactions you guys are giving me makes it feel like it's almost some sort of like um, unfiction deeper than uh, you know like there's some weird shit that goes on that's more than a yeah if show. i think like about maybe... it too hard it kind of feels like a fever dream okay man maybe i should have i really should have watched this so yes. in the game the f- the floor is lava right 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 it's right okay. there in the name so you have three teams of three except for a weird middle part where there's like three episodes where there's only two teams huh um okay and then, so they all they have to do is get to the other side of the room, and they they get points based on how many people make it to the other side. And then if if they tie points, then it goes to time. Hmm, interesting. I noticed the gimmick. Some of their gimmicks that they have is um, the 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 objects in the room are sort of a they they're made to look like household objects. Yeah. So each sometimes. So sometimes. And it's cool cuz you start watching, you know, the first the first episode is like the living room, but then there's like the bedroom. It's like mummy stuff. And though. then you get to like huh. Then you get Kinda to like the deeper. living room has like a a sarcophagus thing and it like falls <laughs> open and there's an alien wrapped in like uh <laughs> Like it's a mummy that's an alien. What? Yeah. There was some space room. Now, this is all super cool, except halfway through, you realize that they don't have that big of a budget, so they repeat the rooms again. Hmm. Instead of just making like a season two. Instead of just making like a season two. So there's really only like four Hmm. rooms shown twice. Any big names hosting this one? 
Like Guy um, Fieri or... That's a funny um, that you asked that, Sam. There's not even really a host. <laughs> oh, interesting. Just voices. just voices. It's just a voiceover, and then occasionally you see this guy that's always wearing the same clothes. Like, he's always got, like, this checkered shirt on and, like, the jeans. And you see him, like, twice. But the rest of the time, it's just voices. Some guy narrating. That And we never see him. No. And he's, like, not even, like... And he just funny. makes bad puns. Is yeah. he just like, oh, taking a spill on the kitchen table? Yeah, basically, that's... You better watch out for that alien mummy. Now, see, now... <laughs> he might probe you. <laughs> now, now I'm coming back into the camp of not really feeling motivated to watch it because you're kind of... You're tearing it down a little bit now. Well, give the show props. I think it was an interesting idea in the fact that it's kind of like... Hey, the fake lava looks good. The fake we lava looks know, great. We all know about the floor is lava. So it's interesting oh. that they capitalized on it and made a game show out of it. Yeah. No. I mean, like, in the sense that it's kind of like, it's like your your average Joe. Like, none of these people are, like, professional athletes. Mm, and yeah. None of that yeah. American Ninja Warrior shit. Yeah. It's kind of fun to watch them really overestimate how difficult, like, a jump is going to be when on the TV <laughs> it looks like it's, like, maybe two feet away. But they treat it like it's, like, Mount Everest. I'm telling you, I could do it so easy. I really want to put Isaac to the test. I want to tell Sam about the first three teams, but I also want to talk about when, whenever anybody falls in, everybody's like, no, like, yell. Oh, do they like, treat it like it's really lava? Yeah, yeah. they, like, try to act the like show, they actually fall in lava. The show goes out of its way, so when somebody falls into the lava, it doesn't show them resurfacing. Yes. I oh. even noticed in the first episode that they, like, kind of blurred out a part of the water they don't time. they don't they don't show the person coming back i out. love that actually <laughs> so, i so really when, love when that they, when they fall in like the like the f- two people will be like no like our jessica and then like you just see like her hand go under and then that's the last time you ever see oh her. that's awesome <laughs> do you think they're contractually <laughs> obligated to sell it oh probably yeah like John, you really didn't everybody give it your it. all. You're watching your wife fall underneath <laughs> lava, and you're just can giving me. Again? Can you? Can we do another take here? But so, the first team is a mom and her two kids. Oh, okay. The mom. The mom's Twins. hot, Sam. Just to be clear. Twin kids. Sorry. Okay, Are you go. sold now? That's what, I was, that's what I was waiting for Isaac to tell me. But oh uh, yeah, college student kids. Okay. Still weird. Um, and they're a, twins. A weird team, but okay. The kids are twins. Uh, And then there's a team of triplets. And they're like these short, buff dudes. All of them. (laughs) There's one team that's triplets? Yeah. And they're like these short, super buff dudes that all look the same. And then... Well, it makes sense because they're triplets, but yeah. The third team is a team of youth pastors. (laughs) Now, I've heard Isaac talk about the youth pastors. He de- well, he hasn't said much about it, but just that I think you wanted them to win. Am I right oh, there? They should have won. They should have won. It's the, they are like textbook youth pastors. One of the like guys has like these like little gauge earrings and like a beard. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, man, it's like, oh, do it's Do they ever sit backwards on the comically large chairs? No. That they have to use to not, get through the not, obstacle no. course? They surprisingly uh, didn't say like anything about like God, which is really weird. Probably can't. They probably That's were like probably separation like separation of game show and church. Church and church and game show, yeah. 
Yeah. Back, so now back saying, in 1892. Which team, which team do you think won? Uh, you probably it. the uh, the triplets sound like the, the most the the triplets sound like the most capable team. Youth pastors are all skinny sk- yeah. skinny jean wearing yeah. hipsters with no core yes. strength. So yeah. they're <laughs> out. And Sam knows um, about Sam knows about core strength. The mom <laughs> brings the team down, so they're out. The triplets, the way you described them to me, and uh, I mean the way that I saw them on the TV, was short and big like yo, super you, buff yeah, yeah super buff Yoked. so that would be probably my pick for who i would think pretending for a moment that i haven't seen the show yeah for who would if win you hadn't seen the show yeah now you, i would have you're not gonna the same okay oh Garrett, do you okay. want to tell him if i'm remembering right it was the the mom and the twins I, that won right yeah. what yeah and and the mom actually the mom made it to the end and she did all the hard parts. Yeah, no way. <laughs> yeah, the mom was not. Is she back. like she yoked? No, it's just like a normal mom. It was really it was really empowering. That sounds dope as hell. Hey, where'd it go, mom? There's a bunch of wild stuff that happened. There was one episode where um it was like these three guys and they were the first to go and they only got one point. Only one person made it across. And I was like, oh man, that's pretty that's pretty poor performance there. Both other teams failed completely. <laughs> oh wow. They got lucky. They they do fun theme episodes. There was one where it was uh doctors versus nurses versus emergency room patients. <laughs> Wait, really? Nice. Holy shit. At some point did a guy dressed up in a coronavirus thing <laughs> come out and just like blast their ass into the lava? <laughs> no. As they're like going through the course, they're like, "Oh, watch out! The coronavirus is coming to get you." You have to put on. What a, are you gonna do? You have to put on a comically large mask. <laughs> It'd be just uh, for the doctors. the the nurse The nurses won that one. They had a they had a vendetta against the doctors, as wow. most do. Or no, wait, no, maybe the party guys won that one. The party. <laughs> the emergency room patients were these party guys that like to drink a lot. Oh, there were emergency room patients. Yeah, at one point. Oh, man, this show sounds awesome. I'm telling you, Sam, just give, like, at least the first episode, and you might be turning around on it. All right, wow. Well, what do you, do you guys think there's any deeper lore that that maybe people aren't talking about in The Floor is Lava? Well, I mean, Isaac already mentioned the alien mummy thing. Yeah, what kind of implications does that have? Yeah. Was it sort of there's, like a, the alien was foreshadowing the space room? Maybe. There's maybe. there's one episode, though, where um, I think this kind of really works with the alien thing. It's in the kitchen. And in order to get a key to turn on the table so the table extends out so you, you can make that jump easier, mm-hmm. uh, you have to put a pizza like a pizza pan into this brick oven and pull out <laughs> pull out a pizza with the key it on it. Sounds like an indie video game. Yeah. But but the thing about this is I don't know where the pizzas were coming from. You can't see inside the oven. They just had it. And at one point some guy had like three pizzas out before he found the key. Do you have to eat them? Yes. Then I I would do really well on that show. Oh no, this pizza didn't have the key on it either. So I don't know if the alien the aliens probably connected to the pizza theory. Oh, I, think. I see what you're saying. So maybe the maybe the aliens were supplying the pizzas. Is that what you're trying to say? I think that could be the case because we aren't sure where the pizzas were coming. From. I don't know. I don't know where on the timeline each room takes place. We'll have to watch the entire season again at half speed. We'll take it frame by frame. 
Yeah, and we'll stick <laughs> out the the deeper meanings that are hidden there. Sam can do that. Yeah, Me and that's Garrett what I'll will do. watch the episodes through normal, and Sam will be our. Sam analysis. will be the one to go yeah. through and do like the, the frame by frame shot. Overall, it's a dumb fun show. It's it's in, it's. I'll give it credit in the sense that it's kind of like an escape room because I don't think I've seen. Mm. I, like it's kind of interesting that they have like interactive components. Like you can take, you can take this picture off the wall and use it as like a bridge to get across one gap, and then like yeah, and, and the, like the sp- there's like a million different routes. Yeah, the space one has like buttons you can press that launch missiles. Like, but not like launch, but like the missile like raises up, so you have something to walk across. They launch missiles, and then it blows up North Korea, and then the debris from that explosion forms a bridge that you can use to get across the. the lava. Will they launch the missile to destroy North Korea? Oh yeah, it's to get totally. The <laughs> they think they're playing a game, but really they're meddling in international <laughs> war. <laughs> those quote unquote missiles went straight at South Korea. You push the buttons in the right uh right sequence it launches all all nukes worldwide so this has been our floors lava watch make sure you catch it on like we said netflix original we aren't sponsored by them it's just something that we wanted to point out make sure you uh, watch out for lava unique game show i'll be checking it out this week i I shouldn't commit to that i'll probably check it out this week (laughs) maybe i'll post about it on my twitter account that i don't have and you can live tweet do we want to touch on the floors of lava as a gate as a childhood game? Like, do you guys was that your guys's jam? It was pretty fun. I like to do it. My par- my dad would typically get mad at me for like climbing on the couch and stuff, but it was fun. But I mean, right? you got to like. I mean, uh, I never did a lot. Did you? I mean, you don't just climb on the couch. You disassemble the couch. You take the cushions right, off because right. those are going to be like extra platforms you can jump to and then like yeah you know i can see why someone sitting in a boardroom would recount their experiences as a kid playing the floor is lava and think that it would be a good game show it actually really makes sense your friends like oh, i saw you fall in the lava and you're like no i'm i'm wearing socks so i'm walking on the socks <laughs> not in the lava <laughs> i have a i have a force field yep i mean and then you sometimes spice it up and you throw like a balloon in the mix that you have to keep in the air. Oh, I never did that. Mm, Sam, now's the time. Let's go all over. Let's go to Garrett's house and we will play The Floor is Lava. We'll make a satire episode of The Floor is Lava Netflix show. Uh, okay. I'll be the cameraman. Before we move on to another game, I'm bringing another COVID news article. Oh, Yes. So I think we've been uh, we've we've been really focused on restaurants these these past couple of weeks. But you know, it's a lucrative field and people are figuring out how to social distance. Yep. And some of the best ways possible. We had the Burger King crown. This week uh I found out that a uh a Barcelona opera house reopened and their first performance was for two thousand plants. Hmm. Now what plants? I want to know what kind of plants these are. So we did. Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. It's not. I'm not going to spread rumors here. I don't think any of it was weed. If it was, I mean, all the plants got donated to like health, healthcare workers, hospital workers. This is haunting, I'd say. It's a, kind of a little intimidating, right? This is right? like a weird this, dystopian This world is really where, weird. <laughs> where we 
where humans perform for plants. Listeners, I'll, I'll describe this to you as best we could. There's an opera house here, and the front row seats are all um, expectedly filled with plants. Now, what I wasn't expecting was one, two, three, every, four, every five, level. was the five tiers of seating. Every, it is packed with plants, and the pictures are unsettling. <laughs> It's very weirdly. Un- do you I don't think like these? It. Do you think these people are being held captive by the plants? Maybe, maybe if you play the music at really slowly and backwards, it, it says something like "Help me." I mean, they crush the performance. It's a great. It's a great. They're feeding me fertilizer, please. <laughs> They're turning us into fertilizer. Please help. One of these guys says, "If you're watching it, to play it for your plants because it's for them." Oh. I mean, are they? What the fuck? The famed opera house said in the statement that it, quote, welcomes and leads a highly symbolic act that defends the value of art, music, and nature as a letter of introduction to our return to activity, end quote. Uh, The plants were brought in from nearby nurseries, and each one will be donated to a healthcare worker from the hospital clinic of Barcelona. So these motherfuckers are putting their life on the line, and instead of, like, a cool stipend or something. I mean, I'm not any pos- in, not in any position to be like, hey, you should give them more money or something. But here's gonna get a fucking tree. Here's a ficus. Yeah. Hey, here's a fern. Thanks for like risking your life. Not just a fern, Sam. A fern that's been supercharged with whatever song they played. <laughs> yeah, dude. You don't know what that song did to and that plant. Why do they want these plants inside hospital workers' homes? Hmm, are you suggesting that the cure for the coronavirus is playing music to plants? Maybe. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying that is the case. I'm not saying that's not the case. No. I'm saying it. <laughs> Isaac's making a statement right here. <laughs> well, they tried classical, you know, music. Hmm. Do you think that's it? You think there's other music that might what would maybe rock different, music do to plants? Yeah, maybe different music w- imbues it with different properties. Honestly, I think One Direction needs to reform. Why so? Why make such a bold statement? Have you seen how plants <laughs> react to their music? No. <laughs> I'm trying to say yes and, but I got nothing. Well, I mean, you see how crazy, you know, you see how crazy some people went for their music, right? I mean, and the plants have to like it just as oh, so much, it's like right? it's like a super fertilizer. Like, it, yeah. it just starts growing. Well, I mean, think, they got to reach that One Direction reunion tour. Hold on, think about it. Shrek's green. Plants are green. Smash. Smash mouth? <laughs> Smash mouth. <laughs> Playing all-star by Smash Mouth makes the plants really fucking sexy. I mean, do we want do we want sexy plants? I don't know. He's gonna fuck he's gonna know. fuck that plant. I don't know if I want a sexy plant. I've never seen it. I won't know it until I see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to get to rock music like Isaac suggested. What if you threw on some, you know, Avenged Sevenfold or, you know, what What do you think? Avenged Sevenfold. Of, that's the only rock band I know. <laughs> that's the only one Sam knows. I mean, who's to say plants like the music that we, we listen to? What if they need some kind of, like, plant music? Special. <laughs> What if I make an instrument made out of plants and I play? Well, that's not good for the plants. Isaac, do you know of any instruments that we humans play that are made out of human? And do you think you would would like this? 
Well, that's what if you're anything, suggesting the plant, here. The plant would play the human. Okay, but would we like the noise that comes? Would we like it anymore because it's made out of humans? I mean, from what I'm seeing in this picture, it seems like plants dominate the world, so I think we'd accept it. It's true. I wasn't expecting to find anything, but apparently this is... There are people that try to make music for plants, specifically. Yeah, it's definitely a thing. I know Mythbusters did something uh, on it, It, didn't they? One of them, Stevie Stevie Wonder. Helps your plants grow. Oh, okay, well, is this just an album called The First Garden, or is this a... Wonder narrates a song from the perspective of a bug caught in the jaws of a Venus flytrap. Okay, but but am I supposed to play it for plants? And he sang a tender love ballad to a literal black orchid. But am I supposed to play it for plants? I don't know. I think think so. Well, there was... I did hear about, like, an album that was made for plants. I haven't heard about this, and I'm. It's wild that you guys have all heard about it. I know there is a song for cats. There's a song that scientists created for cats that, like, here we go. Cats dig apparently. Huh. Mother Earth's Plantasia is an electronic album by Mort Garson. He composed this music specifically for plant. I mean, playing plant, music. Plantasia. Has been shown to actually increase yeah. growth. So this is, it, I mean, it is something. By Mother Earth herself, that's pretty neat. Yeah, I know this dude knew Mother Earth. It's I don't know. Oh, this, oh it's damn. Like not even, it's like not even bad music. Because <laughs> I've like heard of this shit. Oh, man. Is this where we find out that the whole time Sam and Isaac have been plants? Dude, this music bangs. I know, dude. I'm telling you. This, I already knew about this before. Hey guys, why can't why can't I hear anything? Oh shit! Okay, I can't listen to this, but it's so good. Okay, I'm telling you. All right, we're moving on. That's an interesting article, Garrett. I appreciate you giving me nightmare fuel for my dreams tonight. Yeah, I mean, it just makes me think. Like maybe we've been thinking about like robot uprisings. We never really think about the plants. Plants, yeah. Plant. Some early studies. So true, Garrett. I mean, if they can feel pain, dude, we've been. Good news is they'll probably start with the vegans. Yeah. To get back to the theme at hand here, uh, what? What's your problem, Isaac? Hmm? Oh, just comment on the Plantasia video. I've grown three centimeters in twenty minutes. <laughs> Amazing. Um, hide and seek. Um, I mean, hide and seek is Yo, pretty good. I was fucking good at hide and seek. Were you though? I was. I don't remember ever playing it, so I can't. I you because well, I don't I don't remember I playing it with you. I wasn't afraid to how should I say like do undignifying things to hide in good spots. So yeah, uh, garbage cans, trees that are way too tall to be safely hidden, and then you fall down and almost break your back. Probably damaging someone's roof by by hiding on it. You know stuff like that. <laughs> did Did you guys play? You guys played like the. Where you just hide, right? And somebody tries to find you? Or did you guys do the one where you, like, hide and then you, like, try to make your way back to, like, a home base or whatever? Ooh. Oh, okay. We have. We have done. Yeah. Remember that one, Isaac? There, what, didn't we do one thing at, like, we did flashlight tag one time. Yeah, we did. Um. Yeah, we, well, we would do that. At, I think we did that at my house, like, once. Yeah. We did, yeah, like, uh, we did. um, like, Mission Impossible or something where. Yeah. And, like, oh, it was, like, did some people have notes or something like that? You had to put the note in the shoe. What? Sam, this was at your place. Note? You're supposed to, like, the note? way that you... 
the way that you would like score points is you had like a note that said something. Do you not remember this, Sam? I don't remember this. I specifically remember that like the people with the flashlight, if they see that you have the note thingy, then you're screwed. But like I remember I had it and the person caught me and like, okay, like take off your shoes or whatever. But like I had the note in my shoe and I like picked it up with my toes. And then, like, took my shoe off, and I, like, put my foot down, and he's like, okay, you're good to go. And oh, like, damn, Isaac. Damn. So this is at your place. I don't remember the exact game. But now we're getting away from tags. So. <laughs> no, we're talking about hide-and-seek. We're talking about hide-and-seek. Hide seek. My biggest yeah. issue with hide-and-seek is that I was just, I'm too impatient to just, like, sit. Oh. Still. Oh. See, I loved it, especially the, the hi- like, the hype of, like, them going by you, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> And then, like, maybe they're, maybe they're, like, they can't find you, so they start talking shit, like, God, I can't believe, Sam always does this. Fucking, why do we invite him to things? You guys ever have that happen? (laughs) Just me. That Sam guy. Yeah, I was in a garbage can once for way too long. (laughs) Sam's sitting in the garbage can, and his parents are, like, trying to find him. He's like, man, you know, Sam was totally an accident. (laughs) (laughs) When should we tell him he's adopted? I'll never not use birth control again. (laughs) I wonder wonder how many things have actually been found out, like, discovered during a game of hide-and-seek. Yeah, people get surprisingly open when they don't think you're there, even though they are admitting that they can't find you. They just think, like... If they don't find you, then that means you're not there. <laughs> I laid on top of a fence once. The best spots were the ones that were kind of like hiding in plain sight almost. Just mm-hmm. enough out of view that they can't see you by walking by, but not too out of view where they specifically look in that spot. Yeah. I just lay. I, I, some guy had a wood fence, and I just laid on top of it. It hurt like fuck because all the <laughs> fence boards were like digging yeah, into my back. Fuck? But they couldn't find me for like 15 minutes. I loved hide and seek. I, I kind of want to do some Mission Impossible now. Have everybody over and just. Uh, we kind of yeah. did that. The adult version of that, Garrett. You remember that with the Doritos bag? That was yeah. like a. That was a Mission Impossible. Yeah, that bag. one went. That one went far. That one went really far. Went to barricade. There was a Isaac. Let me just break it down for you. There's a bag of Doritos. I don't know how it started. Actually, do you remember kind of the details leading up to it, Garrett? I honestly don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that, like, there was a bag of Doritos, and was it Aaron that wanted it? Uh, yeah, Aaron wanted it, and I had it, I think. Yeah, so Aaron was like, you got to share those Doritos, and then you took <laughs> off in, like, the car, and then... <laughs> no, it didn't start that way. It started, I locked, I we did it all over the house first. Right. And then at some point, I locked myself in a room... And then he started disassembling the door to get in. And so I went out the window. And then at some point, he did get it from me. And then he's the one that got He got in the, in the car, car and then we chased yeah. him down. Yes. He took off and then sent a riddle for us to find him. And the first letter of every sentence spelled out Walmart. And then we found him. And he almost hit us by driving past us really fast, and then we drove back, and then I think it ended with the bag of Doritos getting ripped open. And I'm pretty, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure nobody got the Doritos. Fuck. It was a wild. That was a wild night. It was. You pretty guys are crazy. so weird. It was pretty crazy. Every time I think back, I like 
the times where me and Sam hang out and then he tells stories like this. I'm like, God damn, <laughs> what the fuck were we doing? That's because when you and I hung out, we just played Halo, <laughs> which was, we did play, we which did was, Halo. that's not a bad thing. It was super we, fun. We like jumped around on the trampoline. Oh yeah. Trampoline was so good. Our spring sprinkler sprinkler game. Uh, oh, there's a good childhood one. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the sprinkler that like shoots like a gun, you know? Yeah. And put that, uh, in front of the trampoline. Hours of fun. <laughs> Hours of fun. Just trying to jump over it. Trying to jump That's over best. it, pretending it's a machine gun. You know, you run up on it, and then you get shot, and you die in an overly dramatic way. And the grass is a mess afterwards. The grass is a mess afterwards. Yes. Yeah. But that's fine. That's but as fine. a kid, that doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't give a shit about it. We lived in a big yard. My sisters yeah. and I would put the sprinkler underneath the trampoline. We had one of the ones that would go like, like do like the wave thing. Oh, oh yeah. nice. We, I think we did that a few times. We probably did. Um, if we just wanted to get wet. Wet. I'm always wet. <laughs> okay. But anyways, the uh, the people that made The Floor is Lava have approached me and said on your podcast, can you guys tell us how to make a show out of hide and seek? How do you make it exciting? I got to know. First off, I got to know rules. What do they mean by hide and seek? Is there one seeker? Is there multiple seekers? Is it like a, is there a goal for the hiders or is it just hiding? I think in order for it to be fair show, I think we got to do two seekers. Two seekers. Because I think you'd want it, I think you'd want it over a pretty big space. You know what I mean? Yep. Yes. Yep. Like a like a giant warehouse or yeah. Like Honestly, kind of like... yeah. Either like a giant warehouse you could like decorate with like different themes yeah. or whatever, or theme it up, or you just pay people large sums of money to rent their buildings so that each episode you could be like, and this one we're going to Disneyland, and then there's like a big game of hide and seek in Disneyland that yes. you can film. This one we're in like the Apple a, headquarters, a, Barcelo- a Barcelona opera house full of plants. That'd be creepy. That would be creepy. hide amongst the plants. Gilly suit up, and like as they're trying to find the people among the plants, they notice that they're not finding anybody. Oh God! And then they find human plants. Oh, and then they find they find the plant, <laughs> but it's got like Steve's glasses. <laughs> oh no! And then there's like a plant that has like a pair of like a Steve? Susan shirt next to it, or like wrapped around it. <laughs> The seeker, he like looks around the corner and he just sees the glasses. He's like, "Oh, Steve, I got you, man!" And he like turns the chair around. It's just a plant. Steve, you're feeling you're feeling leafier than usual. Hey, Steve, why so green? <laughs> My friend is dead. <laughs> Please. He goes to like okay, turn man. Steve around, and his like arm is like a vine, like a <laughs> two seekers, eight hiders, ten people total. Okay. Mish, is there an objective for the hiders or is the objective to just not be found? I mean, this is up to us. We're making the show. There could be like bonus objectives. Like if you leave mm. your hiding spot to go do this one thing, then like maybe you'll get more points. I like that. But yes. Because movement should be in. I always felt like for yeah. a game, a good game. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I was good at classic hide and seek. But for a game of hide and seek to be really fun, I always felt like movement should be but encouraged. Around. Yes. You don't want people to just sit in the same spot. That's not very fun for anybody. Because then if it's a really good spot, both parties get really bored. It's not good television. Yeah, and, yeah. It's, and especially, yeah, especially that. So movement should be encouraged. I don't even know if I want to make it bonus only... objectives or just make it maybe required. Yeah, make it required. So do we, is there like a home base point? 
Yeah, maybe probably, maybe like random spots. Uh, like I feel like I feel like if there was a home base point, then you would with two seekers, you could easily just mm, figure out when they're on the yeah. other side and try to run so back. I, yeah, maybe they like are just told to move to a different hiding spot. Three three seekers, twelve contestants, twelve contest, twelve hiders, or. 12 hiders, three, 12 hiders. three okay. seekers, the hiders that we have like a like a basket of like popsicle sticks or something. And the hiders have to get one of those and like make it outside the building or something like that. I've got an Here's okay. let me run you. Let me run this by you guys, because here's what I'm thinking to come up with rules that are strict enough to discourage the seekers from camping on the objective, but also lenient enough to make it so that they aren't like forced out away from the objective like that would be really difficult so here's what i think you put them in a warehouse you give the hiders a list of objects that they need to collect <sighs> and bring to an to an exfil point That's and there's and there's and there's maybe four exfiltration points and each object has an exfiltration point that they have to go to so that means the the three seekers have to rotate between the exfiltration points. You know, they have to be looking through the warehouse. There's all these objects everywhere. They don't know what is being grabbed or not. That's pretty good. Can that can one good. of the items be like one of the seekers' wallets or something? Ooh, like a bonus item, a, a, a an object from the seeker. Okay, so now this begs the question: How do you get found? Is it just that they see you, or Sight is it or they touch. see you or and say your name? Oh, they have to call out the name for sure. They have to call out the name. Or like, I mean, we can maybe make them wear like colored shirts. So Mm -hmm. they're like, oh yeah, like red, I see you. You know what I mean? So they don't have to remember names. uh, Sorry, I'm magenta. (laughs) (laughs) Get fucked. Or or touch. I think touch should be legal. Either or. (laughs) Touch touch opens us up to another. Uh, There's some liability issues there, huh? Tag could sue us. <laughs> Why does yeah, Sam keep right. specifically trying to tag my butt? <laughs> <laughs> my arms are constantly in reach. I like that. This is and this is good TV. And then you throw some well, cheesy I'm... reality TV show editing in there with some. Oh yeah, you know, sneaky. There's gonna music. be. There's gonna be. There's gonna be some uh, like relationship drama. Like maybe. Yep. Maybe GoPro two of the two of the hiders. Everyone. Two of the hiders maybe like start. Maybe they maybe they they're kind of interested in each other, you know. And there's gonna be like this kind of beginning romance. They get and separated. Then, like, <gasps> the and then like one of them has to like sacrifice, like get seen, so the other one can make it out. What if a hider and a seeker fall in love? Oh, and everyone wants to, and you got a Romeo and Juliet situation. Everyone wants them apart, but they can't but even they be look. seen. They're like talking yep. through the wall. Yep, and then they finally <laughs> show each other, and the seeker says blue you're out and then it was all a sham the whole their whole love was a sham in order to get he was the last contestant now they're out (laughs) dramatic so so the seekers would be a team right seekers are a team that i was going to ask if the hiders should be one team i don't think the hiders should be no teams or multiple teams i think the seekers the seekers well we'll say we'll say that like 20 we'll say that like i don't know how much if we have three seekers like what we'll say like fifteen thousand. the problem would the wait what fifty thousand dollar prize i think that's with the seekers and then each each hider that they don't catch detracts from that by a certain Mm. amount now the problem is that the uh, the one of the biggest logistical issues i'm seeing here which i don't know how we would do this is 
at some point you're going to run out of colors. You got to have 12 easily identifiable colors that don't really have any overlap. If you have pink and you have red and it's a dark warehouse, you're going to have a bad time. So you can't have mm-hmm. that. So you're limited by the number of kind of really just the primary colors almost. So you're saying there needs to be a couple teams. So I'm thinking maybe there has to be a couple teams just from a standpoint of if we have them call out the names. I guess you could do like stripes and and dot you could do patterns maybe okay. colors and patterns maybe if you wanted to have no teams you know i don't know the... does it need to be dimly lit i don't know if it would be i think it would be almost way too difficult if i put my if i put if, if i put bright. my heart and soul into decorating this warehouse to be pirate themed i want the audience to see the pirates well but have you ever seen a bright pirate movie i mean pirate ships aren't bright they're outside yeah but usually it's always at night because they're pirates are <laughs> I'm just think I just think it's gonna be way too hard for the hiders if it's bright okay I don't know what do you think I'm not I saying think, that's the way it has to be I, don't I mean this should be bright it all comes down but to like, set design that's true yeah I mean I, like or, sections uh, of it. and and what is said doesn't need to be set in stone you can have a dim one you oh, have yeah. a bright one. Here's our weird daylight episode. Uh, yeah, Greg really didn't do a good job decorating the set this week, so we're going to have a dark episode. Here's our crossover episode with the floor is lava. <laughs> <laughs> it's just lava. The whole warehouse is full of lava. Oh, my gosh. We could have a hide-and-seek game, and in order to force people to move, we could like have random events Dump that happen, lava. like flood like one of the rooms <gasps> that somebody's hiding Ooh. in. Maybe in one of the rooms, we like release a bunch of bees or something. <laughs> that's good i like that i mean this is starting to sound a little like the hunger games but nobody's dying yeah i was gonna say um we could have like the edges of the warehouse catch on fire and slowly <laughs> move in <laughs> i think hide and seek could be some good tv this is a better tv show than floors lava floors lava i feel like floors yeah. lava is very one-dimensional you feel like you have a lot more directions to go with hide and seek i mean I, maybe I, that's, maybe yeah it's just me I don't have I think, a Netflix budget. I think on our list, I think Hide and Seek definitely has the best potential to be a TV show. What if we approach Netflix with this idea? I'm going to email Mr. Netflix. And what does it take to get Netflix to be like, yeah, sure. Hey, Netflix, here's a TV show. I'm asking for $3 million to have this TV show made. You seem pretty desperate right now, so I'm sure you'll take it. And I will need to burn a warehouse down. Non-negotiable. Garrett, did you ever play Foursquare? I did go through a small phase of Foursquare because you know how you do those like you know you pick certain things you get you you have find fun at recess you know my school we did like we played bump on the basketball hoop for a while yep uh we went through like like a wall ball phase captured the bark chip was big for a couple of us captured the bark chip man recess was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah there was there was a four right, square right, we, right, we learned how to right play four Isaac. square huh? what was your favorite memory of, of recess hmm Isaac, Isaac was homeschooled. My favorite <laughs> memory of recess was being done by 12. My favorite memory of recess is the kid uh, that played wall ball every day, and he would do, like, the the Naruto hand movements before he, like, spiked the ball. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, and he would was call he out his expert? moves, too. He would have, like, special names for it. Oh, man, that kid is way cooler than I He'd be, like, be. Sidewinder, and he would do, like, a, some, like, hand no! gesture. That's awesome. Wow. Was it? That's actually amazing. <laughs> yes! Kid me would have made fun of him. No, I wouldn't have. I wasn't an asshole. I would have made fun of him in my mind. Kid, kid me I, was I, I, too intimidated to go against him. Adult me is almost too intimidated. I'd just be like, um, 
ball hit. Ball hit. Ball hit. You feel obligated to also call out moves. Slap. Pockets in. Now, for us, it was the uh, church. We had a carport on the side of our church, and well, it was the front of our church. It was the entrance. And the way that they poured the concrete, the cuts were they made a you know they were cut in quarters, so it was a perfect four square spot. Now, every once in a while, you'd have to get out of the way for cars to pull up. It was a perfect four square spot. And for a while, I feel like for a while there, everyone got in on it. It was a, a big lot of people did get in. Yeah, on it. it was a big thing for a while. It was, but then you know. Everybody started getting older, and then, like, nobody had kids. Yeah, for a while, you'd have, like, four in the ring and, like, you know, like, six or seven kids, like, in a line waiting to get in on it, working your way up to the server spot. Man, good memories. I mean... It was pretty good. Didn't it just get replaced by that Gaga Ball thing? Mm. The uh, the what now? Sorry? Gaga Ball? You're gonna have to... Are you having a stroke? You got. We've played this. I guarantee you get in like the ring and there's like the ball that everybody like throws at each other. Oh, I didn't know this is what it was called. People want it to be like an Olympic sport now. What was the, how did you play this again? How, where? No, no, what, how was it? What was the like, what was the lose? Did you have a wall? You is couldn't get, you couldn't, yeah, there was like a half wall and you couldn't get hit by the ball. It was like dodgeball kind of. If you got hit by the ball, you were out. Oh, that's right. So you'd just be fucking lobbing it at people. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, we did that at at our school's Fallen. We did that. And we did that a lot. Well, you didn't because I think that was the year that you broke your legs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) But we, I feel like, did that a lot. No, I think that was the year before. I think I remember being in the ring. You were in the ring? Yes. That is a good one. That's a good one. I don't know if I remember that one. What if God, What if it was a bomb instead of a ball? <laughs> Jesus. And then if it hits you, you explode. Just like, you mean like one of those, like like a water bomb, like, you know, you get covered in water sand? No, like an IED. <laughs> <laughs> Just strapped to it, and it only goes off on skin contact. Well, that wouldn't work because you use your hand. <laughs> I'm going you to work. I'm gonna throw this bomb that goes off on skin contact at you. You have to wear gloves. You have to wear gloves and shorts <laughs> so that it, it hits your leg and explodes, but it doesn't explode when it hits your hand. Sam, why are you wearing that uh, thick armor in this Gaga ball ring? I don't think you're going to be like, <laughs> super agile. Deck Duck Goose was probably the most stressful game for me. Mm-hmm. Or, or mm-hmm. anxiety-inducing, I guess I should say, because there's nothing like sitting in the ring and they haven't said goose in a while and they're getting close to you. Like, that. that's a whole nother level of fear. <laughs> and, it, you know, maybe it's maybe it's the athletic kid and you're like, I'm not going to be able to catch him and I'm going to make a fool of myself in front of my crush, you know? There's always that one The kid. one kid who's way faster. It's too fast. Well, I think... We've run out of time here, folks. I think that's it. Dang, man. I didn't even get to talk about national calendar, nationaldaycalendar.com. Well, hold on. No, slow down there, Garrett. No, Keep it, put it back. Next. Yeah, put it back in the pocket. That's next time. That's next week. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. Now you know what to look forward to. I do feel like I need to mention that it says on this website that tomorrow's National HIV Testing Day. Don't forget to go get tested, <laughs> folks. <laughs> I mean, it also says National Sunglasses Day, but I like National <laughs> HIV Testing Day more. I like how those coincide. They line up. They line up once every four years. <laughs>
you've been listening to Hear Me Out, a hypothetical podcast. Thanks for tuning in this week. We're here every week bringing you the goofs that we all need right now. We're on Spotify, Google Play Music, iTunes, and your favorite podcast app. Please go ahead and subscribe. If you have any extra time, leave us a, a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, you have the opportunity here to be on the bleeding edge of one of the newest hit podcasts that will sweep the nation in popularity. So go ahead and leave the first review and you will always hold those bragging rights. You can also find us on Twitter at HMOAH podcast. You can also find our website on our Twitter page. And lastly, drop us a line on the old Gmail at HMOAHpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we love you. Yeah, you. Me? You said it. Yeah, and you. And uh, you. Not Isaac, though. <laughs> the fuck? I'm just kidding, Isaac. My love has no bounds. I'm going to go audition to be the host of season two of Flora's Lava. I could wear that checkered shirt. Do you want to do the checkered shirt or you want to be the narrator? Man, I don't know. I am Mr. Netflix, and here's $3 million. Go make a hide-and-seek show. Thanks, Netflix. Sorry, Mr. Netflix. Oh, please. Mr. Netflix was my father. Call me Tiger King. I am the lava. Whoa. And I consume everything. <laughs> oh, my God. Your knowledge is mine. <laughs> Wait, my knowledge? I'm just glad none of us became plants in this episode. You've been listening to Hear Me Out, a hypothetical podcast. See you later, alligators. I've always wondered why Isaac was so hot. Hey, did Danny DeVito say anything in this episode? <laughs> or is, has he just been here the whole time? He's just been nodding his head in approval. Thanks, Danny. He really liked it when we talked about the plants. And did we check on, on the other Dan and how he's doing in that volcano? He's dead. Rest in peace, Dan. Rest in peace, Dan.